What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to yet another episode of Sheehan's World. Thank you very much for taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. I have a very special guest actually stepping into my world today for the first time uh, during the Sheehan's World era. This will actually happen. Um, he is part of the Assumption Cross Country track and field team here. He is also a very good friend of mine. We've been very close uh, throughout our years here at Assumption. So we've been, you know, we've been able to get into some deep talks. And one day uh, he actually hit me up a while ago saying that he wants to hop on the pod. And then, you know, it finally all matched up perfectly. So today I have stepping into my world, my good friend, Brendan Carter. How are you, bro? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing well. This is going to be some great conversation. Yeah, um, yeah no, I'm super excited for this. Uh, we've like just getting finally a guest in here, the whole setup and everything. In the world. Yeah, no, seriously, in the, <laughs> in the miniature world here. So um, so I'm going to start out by asking uh, where you're from and you know, what you're currently doing in life. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, I am from North Reading, Massachusetts, originally. Um, I've been out in Worcester here for five years now. Um, I graduated from Assumption uh, in May, uh, part, uh, partly virtual, mm -hmm. uh, just finishing that up with my bachelor's. Um, before that had happened, I decided that I was gonna stay here for a fifth year, um, write out my eligibility, see what I can do. Um, you know, and I, and I just wanted to uh, get that higher degree. It was something that I've, wanted for myself for a while and mm -hmm. saw the opportunity so I decided to take it so here I am again that's yeah. a good opportunity to yeah. take <laughs> so you are here as I mentioned for cross country and you know the track and field team so obviously a long distance runner um so how did you first start getting into running it's not something um I think a lot of people are really excited to do because of yeah. how you feel after it but yeah. how did how did you first start getting involved with it yeah, uh, I mean, I played sports my entire life. I was a baseball player for a long time, um, played for probably nine years, stopped when I got to high school. Um, but my first introduction to running was actually from my sister, Kelsey. Hi, you're watching. I <laughs> uh, hope she is. Um, but so, yeah, she did uh, track her freshman year of high school. Um, she was like a 100 runner and told my coach that I was fast. I'd like to run. I was fast in the outfield and baseball, whatever. Um, and so they said, oh, try the track camp this summer. And so I did it. It was two weeks. It was like six days. Uh, I ran the two mile at the end of it. I'd literally like never run before. I ran like 1354, like barely breaking seven minute miles. I was probably <laughs> like 12 years old. And yeah, I mean, it was just, I thought it was really cool. So I was good at it um it was a real challenge uh so that was my first like love for it as soon as I got to high school started doing cross-country indoor outdoor track liked it um I wasn't that great to start uh, yeah but then just uh, the the love ran deeper and so it I just stuck around for a bit got better and uh yeah here we are <laughs> so with running um, as I said, like, it's not something a lot of people will choose to do because of how you feel after and like how grueling it can actually be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're in these races and you're starting to feel your body, like give out or start to feel tired, how is it that you're still able to, you know, keep going? What's that mentality that goes into a sport like this? 
Yeah. Um, so, I mean, right before this, we just had practice. We had long runs. We have long runs on Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, and so I race anywhere from mile up to 5K. I wouldn't call myself a 5K guy. Um, but, you know, I, I definitely live in that range. Uh, but so today we do a long run. I did 14 miles there, like 14.2. And so um, the mindset doesn't change when you go into a race day. Uh, you kind of cultivate it day to day. Um, you just got to learn to get tough. Uh, you learn your body so you know how much you have left in the gas tank. Mm -hmm. um, in races, you just uh, wait for your moment to empty it. Um, a little bit more. Um, I think I think your mind tests you before your body does. Like your body knows how to run, uh, but you know, you tell yourself to quit before right. it's time to actually quit. Yeah. Uh, so you just have to be able to to push through that moment and just kind of tell yourself to shut the hell up and you know, I know what I'm doing and kind of just like once you recommit to yourself and kind of get through those moments that keep popping up where you're like, ah, oh, I should ease off. Like the socks, like, um, just recommitting, just kind of tr trusting yourself, trusting your fitness and knowing that, I mean, no matter how well it goes, eventually it's going to be over. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I actually used to do cross country when I was younger. Um, the reason I quit was because I just, I couldn't do it. Like I, like I was good at it. Like I was a good long distance runner, but like, I just could not stand the pain and yeah. what it felt after I felt like I wanted to puke every time so yeah. like that sport wasn't for me so like you know knowing how that sport is I can understand like obviously it was at a lower level at a higher level now it must be like eight times worse <laughs> it's all relative yeah know? yeah body gets used to it you know the mind the mind's challenge stays the same that's the one you gotta get past you know right you can, you can get used to running mileage and doing all that stuff but you know your perspective on it is is the biggest thing you just have to be able to be hard recommit mm -hmm. And it, is, it sucks. And you just have to be able to eat the pan at a certain point. <laughs> but yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's fun. So it's I know you're actually into like the mind a lot and everything like yeah. that. So I know we just talked about like the mentality that goes into it. But how do you like, you know, take like those like things that you think about in your mind? Like, I, I don't even know how to explain it right now. I just know like you like to be like a very thoughtful person, like critically think about stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, how does that translate to running? Because I know, like, like you just said, you think about the mind when you put it into running. So how is that? Um, yeah. So I think like the biggest thing for me is just a, just like a conscious awareness, right? So I just try and live in my own mind as much as I can think about everything that I do uh think about taking a sip of this water how it tastes what it is you know just like trying to really live in every present moment and get the most out of it um so taking that to like a like a sports place it's like uh you you run you go out for a, a long run every day right and it's a long time to like be focused on your feet but uh you know when you can focus in on the very controllable things you're breathing just relaxing your body even though you're exerting um, I, I think uh, being someone that wants to be so present and just in my mind I think running is a good place for me um, just because when you can be aware of everything that's going on how your body's feeling breathing cadence listening to my steps on the ground uh, how long do I have left whatever all those different things it's just uh I mean, and just going out and running 
at a pretty area. There's just mm -hmm. a lot of things to appreciate. Um, so I think uh, it's just a good way for me to explore my mind, explore my body, explore my surroundings, uh, just live. Yeah. That's yeah. Why I like it. It's really fun. Yeah. And with the sport, like the one that you do, you don't have really like anyone around you. It's like a sport for yourself. So like, obviously through conversations with you guys, I know how uh, cross country meets do, you know, you guys start out in a pack as a team. You guys try to pace yourself, everything mm -hmm. like that. But when it comes down to it, it's you. Yeah. So when you're in that moment by yourself and you know, you don't really have like that support you have in other sports. Yeah. Like, what is that like? Just being in the individual moment yeah uh, it's vulnerable it's very vulnerable um i mean i've had more bad races in my life than i've had good uh frankly that's just the truth and so going through those and just kind of uh being able to accept that i did bad today and it was my fault um when you're younger it's hard because you don't want to accept it you're like ah like i should have rolled out i drank my water blah blah, blah. like whatever. It doesn't matter. In the present moment, like I didn't have it today. You just have to be able to accept that. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's allowed me to grow a lot. Um, you, you have to be able to be accountable for yourself. That's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have to be able to look at why you ran well, why you ran bad uh, and be able to learn yourself uh, where your strengths and weaknesses lie and how you can kind of use them to your advantage. Right. Right. I like what you said there about um, you know, you just like realized like, Hey, I have more bad races than I have good races. Yeah. And that's just realizing it's just because, you know, that's what happens. Um, but getting away from the individual, I want to talk about, you know, what it was like coming to assumption with a team now. Yeah. So like, as I said, like, it's more about the individual in the race, but when you're training, you are with your team. So what made you come to assumption and, you know, what made you stay? Cause there is a lot of people, you know, they could stay at one school for a year and then un like realize they don't like it and leave. So what made you stay? What made you um, really fall in love with this program? Yeah. Um, for me, it was the people first off the people. Um, when I was a freshman, I didn't know the guys in my class yet. Uh, but all of the guys in my class that came in, we were really just a family. We were very close, very quickly. Um, the team that was here, uh, they were young, like there was one senior when I was a freshman. Oh, damn. Gotcha. Yeah, he quit halfway through just for whatever reason. Um, but, you know, so it was juniors through freshmen. And then you guys came in under us and mm -hmm. that grade and everything. So, like, we just had a, a very close brotherhood um, of just guys that wanted to be good. Um, for me personally, I had a mentor, uh, Jeremy Alex Tarter. Shout out, boy. Um, yeah, fish. Uh, he, uh, he, when I was very young, he was a mentor for me. Um, I mean, I met him on my recruiting trip when I was junior and we were just kind of boys ever since. And so I just think that throughout every year, um, there's always just been older guys that are looking out for people coming in, making sure they're, you know, nobody, on some teams, you know, you see guys like group up just throughout whatever, like um, like throughout the whole team, like there's just groups of like five or six and everybody's really close. But like clicks. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Right. For sure. Um, I think we've always just made sure that nobody's been excluded. And so I think that's like a very unique thing that like 
it, from my perspective, it really did look like everybody was looking out for each other. And I thought that was great. And so we've had coaching changes. Um, we've had a few coaching changes and we're in a good spot now. Uh, I've just always trusted that no matter what, that I can, I can look to my right or left and I can trust the guy next to me is going to look out for me when it comes down to it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I stayed. I love the boys in blue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, and, you know, from being so close with you guys, like I can understand why um, you would want to stay and why everyone would want to stay. I mean, the culture on the team, from what I've seen from the outside looking in, really being on the inside, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Um, You're on the inside. It, it's just like, this isn't like what you said, a team that's like split into individual like groups of certain friends. Like this is one whole family yeah. and like everyone knows each other. And like, it's like, honestly cool to see because um before your class got here it was known that there wasn't really a culture like that or yeah. um you guys kind of really um switched the culture yeah so Definitely. It, it is really cool to see that and it's really cool to hear you say that um so I want to get into what it was like you know through those four years how did you see yourself transition from day one to what it is now yeah for sure um I was young I was cocky thought I was way better than I was <laughs> frankly <laughs> freshman coming in yeah freshman, <laughs> you know, freshman coming in. yeah even into my sophomore year like saw a little bit of success early on my eyes are bigger than my stomach and you know so um I think uh one of the hardest transitions especially for like cross-country and track athletes is that because you are an individual in your performance, but it adds to the team score. Uh, it's easy to like, when you figure out you're good, it's easy to figure out you're good. So you leave high school and you're not the best guy in your high school team anymore. Uh, everybody was the best guy in the high school team. And mm -hmm. so you come in and there's guys around you all the time, um, just training and different things. So uh, it's harder to accept. Um, so I, I definitely went through like a, a transition of like, how to work with people in practice, uh, how to train with people, acquire fitness rather than trying to prove it all of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, just like throughout my years, just like gaining that wisdom. Um, physically, I built up slow. I ran maybe 30 miles a week in high school, took like both days on the weekends off, uh, like one day off in the weekends when I was older. Um, but, you know, training is very different. Um, workouts are longer I've I never did 1k repeats thousand mm -hmm. meters uh, or a mile repeat until I was in college didn't know what a tempo run was <laughs> uh, so just that's just like a long stretch of like a we'll do like a five mile tempo at a certain pace mm -hmm. um, never did that never really did anything long so like physically there was a lot to adapt to um, and so I mean seeing a little success it's easy to pile on too much too soon so I did that um, I got hurt I broke my leg when I was a sophomore. Uh, I had a stress fracture. Um, I had a stress reaction. My ankles were very sore for a while. Um, and then I ran the first steeple at Bryant, Bryant University. Um, when I was a sophomore, I won, ran 10.04. It was like a pretty good time. Um, got close to the facility record. They got shattered by some kid from Vermont the next year. So like it wouldn't have even mattered. Um, but you know, like for me, that was like a big moment, but it was Easter weekend that weekend. And I just remember walking around and being so sore. My ankle just, uh, was wicked sore. And so, um, 
kept trying to run through it. We were trying to run a big race at Providence College, mm -hmm. uh, another steeple in a couple weeks. So I was like, all right, I'll get through that, run a good time for conferences, maybe New England's, whatever, um, and then take some time off. Wasn't feeling good. Legs started to feel like shit. My ankle. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Can I swear? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, you're fine. Uh, yeah. So like my ankle, like the bone was really sore and I was just like, I'll run through it. Like I'll run through it. Um, like I'll be able to take some time off. It'll get better. Like it's just in your head. Like I had my coaches tell me it was in my head. I was like, all right, whatever. Like I trust you. I eat it. Like I'm still running well, like well in the workouts. Like I trust you. Like, let's do this. And mm -hmm. so kept pushing through, um, broke my leg in a race. Uh, I run the steeplechase. So that's uh, a 3000 meter race. Uh, there's 35, 36 inch barriers. They're mm -hmm. not hurdles. They're like thicker. So if you hit them, if you hit one, you're going down. It one hurts. of them, yeah. <laughs> one of them goes over water. The water feet. The water pit is 12 feet long. Um, it gets uh, shallower as you go out. So you want to land really far. So in the second one in that race, uh, I landed on my left foot and I broke my fibula in three places. So there was like a floating piece. It was a spiral fracture at the top and then just like a clean break on the bottom. So I was like really, really uh, in a lot of pain. Um, in a boot for a little while, tried to rush back uh, after that. So that was like a big injury that stuck around with me for a while. Um, you know, and so then I, I guess I, I didn't really learn from it from, for a long time. Uh, I just kept trying to, to get back for that next season. Um, because of the, the seasons were slipping away at that point. Mm -hmm. um, my coaches were telling me that, you know, you were an 845 guy when you're a sophomore, like we need you back on the team, blah, blah, blah. You should be this, you should be this. And so uh, having people tell me what I should be, um, knowing that I'm not that right now is very frustrating. So, you know, I, I worked really hard just beating myself into the ground. I was hurt for a very long time. Finally, the summer going into my senior year, took the entire summer off working at Cape Cod Sea Camps, um, literally took 12 weeks off, didn't run. I, I think I ran like 13 miles the whole summer. So I really just like didn't do the damn thing. And mm -hmm. So uh, coming into cross country, this is last year now. So I, I was hurt like my whole junior year. Like I ended up being able to do some races, but like I was never really training well. Mm -hmm. I was running maybe five days a week. So not that much. Um, but so then, yeah, finally took the time off, um, started to just try and find myself away from running because I, I knew in the back of my head that I had a lot more to give, um, physically than what some people thought that I was doing or able to do. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I didn't think I was done. And um, some people did. And I, I mean, I, I trust myself. So I, I think I doubled down uh, coming into my senior year um, because I wasn't really eyeing cross country or indoor. I was focused on outdoor of 2020, mm -hmm. um, thinking that, you know, if I get there healthy, I can probably run a good steeple and that'll be a good lead into my fifth year. Mm -hmm. um, so cross country I built up really slow maybe did a max of like 42 miles um kept building kept building 
had one good race at conferences my senior year. Got 69th. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Kicked so hard. Almost caught some kid at the line. He beat me, but he got 68th. So who really won? Yeah. Not really legendary. At not that point. Legendary, not <laughs> sick. For sure. Not sick. <laughs> but, okay. But that's just a tangent. So uh went into indoor the one time where you wouldn't be trying to be so yeah yeah right the one time that you're like oh shit in. like you got this like i had no idea <laughs> yeah but gotta know so yeah. uh yeah so then moved into indoor um i started to like i was just consistent throughout the fall so i started getting better um just like being able to run uh ran yeah, just still, like, I, I don't think I went over, I think the biggest week I had in indoor was, like, 45 miles in a week, uh, but I was running seven days a week because I knew that I was just, like, doing a very low level, so mm-hmm. I had to, like, do it a lot to keep up enough to just, like, keep up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I sometimes take a, take a day off now if I need it, but at that point, I was very much, like, nah, like, you're grinding, like, you're running seven days a week right now, like, just even if it was like three miles on my off day, like it was just something. So mm-hmm. built up, had a pretty good in- indoor season. Um, saw like, I, again, like a one gloriously bad race at BU. That was, I mean, that was a big stage. I went and I just totally blew up, just like dropped a big deuce. And was, <laughs> yeah. And so that was like a, I mean, I wasn't really expecting too much, but, you know, things happen. And so had a, had a couple good races, but, um, yeah, I was more looking towards outdoor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we went home for spring break. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, about that. Yeah, so. So now, now that we're at that point, I want to get into it because yeah. you you had finally committed for your fifth year and you were playing on everything like you just said. So what was it like being an athlete and especially in your sport, you know, committing to it and then have everything come down and crash and burn. Mm. And now we're still here. So explain that, like go through it. Yeah. So, I mean, this past year has been a, been a huge test. It's, uh, I mean, when it first happened, like initial feelings of just like, wow, this is really going to just stop everything. Like, it was not believable. Mm-hmm. I, like, I really was just like, no way. Like, we're not competing. Like, I thought we were going to have an extra week of spring break or something. But, like, then that quickly was like, oh, no. Like, this is a way bigger deal. It was frustrating. Um, the day that that announcement came out in March of last year, I was about to go for a run. I was sitting on my phone, like, working up the – working up the courage to like get out of the car and go for like a longer run. And I got the email and it was like spring sports are canceled. And I was like, no way. Like, that's crazy. He was talking to people for a little while. And then I went out for my run. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I need to clear my head. Like, that's crazy. I don't know what to do with this. So I'm just going to pretend that it's not real. Uh, yeah, that just didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that's not happen. real. Didn't happen. So, I mean, that doesn't, I was like, whatever, like, they can cancel sports. Like, I'm not canceled. Like, screw you. Like, I'm, I'm going to get my work. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I was freaking out. I really was freaking out because then I was like, oh, my God. Like, I could have gone somewhere else and done a two-year MBA program and been able to come back next year. But now I'm doing a one-year program, and I did two semesters during the summer. I was like, so I'm ahead. Like, there's, I mean, like, I have to do this. Like, I have to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, and so I was like, okay, this is my, this is my path. I was like, if this is what I'm going to do, like, I'm going to do it to the best I possibly can. And like, I'm just going to make shit work. And so I doubled down. Like I, if I was working hard, like last year, like I really was like, all right, like lock in, like now you're going crazy. Like you get an entire summer to just like from here, just like build from the ground up, Mm -hmm. made it healthy through like a cycle of seasons, cross country, indoor, outdoor. I was still feeling really good. My leg wasn't bothering me anymore. So then the summer came and I was just like, all right, this is a new person, new person. Like I finally felt like I was a different athlete. And so I was like, all right, I'm just starting from the ground up. We're just going to see what happens. Um, I just trusted Henry. Henry is my coach, Henry Phelan. He's an amazing coach. Um, he's, he was a professional athlete for Nike back in the seventies after he was in college. I mean, he was a, he ran like 40, I think he ran like 48 minutes for 10 miles. Like what? Yeah. Like, like he was, yeah, that's so it's much. literally averaging like 440 something. Yeah. Like he was so good. And so he came in uh, during the winter season of last year. So he got me when I was like barely running again and like very not confident. I was a fucking basket case still. Like I still was just like, very high and low in races. I was trying to lock in. I was too focused, not focused enough. Like I was just like very wishy-washy, you know? And so I was, I was a lot to wear. I was a lot to handle, you know? So, um, yeah. So I, I just like talked to him all summer and I just like tried to get the most out of it. And so we were just running mileage built up really slow. Um, I never really saw the pandemic as something that could stop my training. I can go out, like, no matter what happens, like, I can go out and lace up my shoes every day. Like, I can always find the time for it, like, no matter what. And especially during a pandemic, I was like, yes, I am sad. I (laughs) I am sitting at home. There's a lot of things around here that need to get done. I was like, but, like, I know that I want to be good when I come back. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to block out that time. I'm going to make sure it gets done. So I always just, like, got my stuff done, started doubling, doing all that stuff, came back in the fall, no season. Uh, That was frustrating. Um, Thought that we might have something. We didn't have anything for the school. I got to race one cross-country race at the USATF New England Championships. Mm -hmm. I had a good time trial before that at 5K. Um, Then like whatever moved forward went to that race blew up and i was like all right still human like still <laughs> still trying to get better and so i mean this this year has been very frustrating just like trying to to build on training knowing this is my last year not even knowing if i'm going to compete mm-hmm. so assumption their answer even after the any 10 came out and they said that they were going to have a season assumption was like yeah, we're not sure yet. Um, Which didn't make sense at didn't all. Didn't make sense. Of course. Yeah. Classic. Really, yeah. <laughs> so they, they said, you know, it's not a yes, it's not a no. 
All right. So, I mean, that's even in the past couple weeks, like assumption just said yes, like a few days ago. Yeah. This is Sunday. What? This is Sunday, 14th? March 14th. Yeah. Yeah. They said yes on Friday. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> so yeah, we just now know that we're having a season definitely. And we're still trying to get meets on the schedule. So, you know, it's been a lot of work for maybe no payout, but I think like the payout for me is like, I was literally told to my face that I was not a good athlete, had two good races in college. I would never be what I was before I got injured. It changed me mentally. Like I just, I wouldn't be the same. Uh, Henry came in he was like, all right, like you're not running a lot. We'll build you up slow. Like he just, I mean, he saw me for just, just as like potential and he knew that I wanted to learn a lot. So he's just always been like a very good coach to me. Um, he's like the he's like my sensei at this point like I talked to that guy about everything and like he's just really been like a very good coach for me just being like an old experienced person like being able to turn to and be like be like ah like just freaking out about something and him just give like a very like plain answer and just be so calm about it I'm like oh like calm down dude <laughs> but yeah he's he's a great coach he's had a lot of trust in me um so you know worked really hard and hopefully we can make something out of the opportunity but I think it was it was more just for me just uh just to prove to myself that I had in me what I believe that I did um potential is in the mind like I just wanted to create what I thought I could be Mm -hmm. so yeah that's where we're at yeah yeah no that is where we're at and (laughs) you're still pushing which yeah. shows like, you know, not even a pandemic is going to stop you. Yeah. So, I mean, with everyone this year, especially too, I mean, all the people that are still going, I mean, it just shows like how strong uh, we really are as humans, like put in, you know, in times where we're in solitary or not solitary, um, like just being, just being by yourself, yeah. like, yeah. you know, being in your room by yourself, yeah. being in, in quarantine. That's yeah. what I was trying to talk about, like quarantine, like, all these people were by themselves by their with their own thoughts like yeah. it you got through all of that and with you with your running like you didn't even know you came back you were already coming back and didn't even know that there was even going to be one race for you yeah but it kept you going yeah so I mean it just shows like you know the mind it's crazy and like when you put yourself to something like and make sure you're going to keep going you're going to get it done so uh, bravo to you to keep going Thank you. like yeah. I, I I'd be nervous as hell <laughs> you know I'd yeah. be I'd be really anxious like yeah. I'd be putting in all this work but for what yeah you know what I mean yeah. but with you you're just gonna keep going yeah I mean it's putting the work for what it's, it's for me yeah I'm getting myself fitter it's like I'm not I'm not doing this for the school yeah <laughs> I'm not I'm not putting on that jersey to like to like do anything great for them like at the end of the day it's like like you want to, you want to create a great podcast because it's something you want to do. Yeah. You want to do that for yourself to be able to have that outlet. Mm-hmm. You know, I just knew it, this was my outlet. So that's where I put all my energy for a long time. And, you know, it's a, it just happens to be a competition now because instead of running against a lot of people now, or instead of running against nobody for a long time, it's just like, now you get to put it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, right. Actually race guys. Yeah. But yeah. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people ran through the pandemic. I'm not mm-hmm. the only one. Um, there's a lot of people that put in the work. I mean, just not even not in running. So, <laughs> you know, for, I, I just thought it was a very small thing. I was like, 
I can run. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's nothing. You know, it's it's really not anything that crazy. So yeah, I just thought it was something for me. Yeah, like block out that little time of I'm gonna be alone for a long time. Might as well do a little bit of something productive. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, it's good that you did that. Yeah, dude. Well, we're coming towards the end of the show. Real quick, I want to get your thoughts because in the running world, this has been massive, and oh, yeah. this is something that is very intriguing to me <clears throat> with the stuff going on with Centrowitz and the guys from Oregon. Yes. Break it down real quick All so right. people know. Yeah. Because so, this is crazy. This is wild. So Matt Centrowitz, uh, he is a the 2016 Olympic champion in the 1500 meters. Uh, he's got a 350 mile PR to his name. Uh, he's run 13 flat in the 5K. And so there was a meet in um, – in the in the fall of this year it was a 5k put on by sound running um shout out to them uh that where they had a 13 uh 13 13 heat that was going for the olympic the olympic qualifier and then the second heat they were going for 13 30 centrowitz was in the the second heat um which by his caliber makes absolutely no sense uh and so he went to uh yeah so he went to that meet and in the last like 50 meters he just like totally sprinted and like at the line out lean this kid cole hawker cole hawker runs for um the university of oregon and so he ran yeah he just was right behind him later on in the year uh cooper tier and uh, Cole Hawker both ran 350, 3.50, <laughs> three, three minutes and 50 seconds in the mile. And they, they passed uh, Matt Centrowitz, who is also a U of O alum. They passed him on the all-time list and they put themselves on the all-time world, the, like the world list, top 10, like world all-time. I don't know why I couldn't get that out. <laughs> <laughs> but so um, put themselves above him. One of the kids, Carter Chrisman, uh, he commented on it on Instagram and said, your move at MG Centro. Just saying like, oh, okay. Like you can sit on him for a 5K, out lean him. Like, like you're a way better runner. Like guess not like your move and so he <laughs> freaked out he started like ripping on this kid um and just like all the ufo boys like saying they have no respect blah 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 i mean i thought it was pretty funny <laughs> i thought it was pretty funny i i think i respect centro like you have to respect that man like he's got mm -hmm. a gold medal to his name right um but at the same time like when he came back at that kid carter he was like oh i had to look you up a walk on with a 406 pr like, all right, dude, like, you're just like, if you have nothing good to say, like, move on. Yeah. Like, if you, I, I get that they're just like starting beef, but like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, so Cole Hawker, the NCAA uh, indoor track and field championships was this weekend. He just ran 353, won the mile. And then less than an hour later, he ran 746 in the 3K. That's about an 822 mile for those of you at home. Um he he doubled he won both so he's a double champion he's 19 years old too so yeah. like centrowitz is he's an old man now cole is 19 years old which is crazy and so he's just doing a lot 
Um, all respect to him. All respect to Centro. I th- I just love the beef. Like, yeah, I want to keep I it coming. <laughs> I think it's good for the running world. For sure. I mean, like these guys completely called out a U.S. Olympic champion, a guy who was an underdog in even his yeah. own respect at the time and like yeah. they came out wasn't it three of them that ran 350 yeah so uh or 351 yeah cooper tier ran 350 cole hawker ran 350 he was right behind him and then charlie hunter ran 353 <laughs> and then he ran 145 in the 800 the next day yeah yeah charlie hunter just won the 800 meter national championship so yeah they, I, absolutely wild oregon boys are good so yes. they, they definitely got the times to, to back it up for yeah sure. i but i like that's something that I want to see coming out of the running world. Like it's not expected. No, like yeah. someone just to start beef on like their own podcast that they got yeah. going on too. It's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, it's so <laughs> good. Central was tight about he it. He was too. so tight. He got his attention. Yeah, definitely got his attention. Track record, Central's got him one zero technically, but like, yeah, I, I love when they're. I love when you talk because like, if you wanna if you wanna talk shit to somebody in track, like. You literally go next to them on the starting line. You race the same exact distance. Yep. Like it is a very much like me versus you. Yep. It's like if anybody best wants against to the start best. beef, like let's race. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but like it's cool. It's cool. Like you can just like shit on someone and then like bury them in the ground and be like, yeah, like, you're bad. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the best. I, I, yeah. I love seeing it. Um, it's definitely good for the running industry for sure. I, for sure. I it brings some entertainment. Definitely. But we are now coming towards the end of the show. So I want to thank you so much for stepping into my world, Carter. This means a lot to me. This thank was you. some great conversation. Um, before we end the show, can you just do me a favor and plug where everyone can find you on the socials or anything Absolutely. like that? Yeah, find me on Instagram at vibey dog, V-I-B-E-Y dog. <laughs> can't spell that one don't follow me <laughs> uh yeah i don't i don't really use anything else that's it just that's it yeah yep. be nice to each other yep that's it yeah that's, <laughs> no that's a good message to uh end off with just being nice uh no reason to ruin someone's day but everyone you can find me at sheen world pod on twitter at sheen's world pod on instagram you can also find the pod on youtube and yeah, I'm out on every platform basically. So find me, but thank subscribe, you. Subscribe, like, yes, yes. You jazz. have to subscribe and like, <laughs> and especially add some comments, something you want to see new on the show, anything like that, just do it. Um, I love it all. So thank you so much, everyone for stepping into my world. I hope to have you step in next time. Peace out. Love you all. Peace.